Welcome to the Fatherhood Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Pluff. Each week, we will cover various topics that dads struggle with in their fitness journey. I'll give you actionable steps that you can apply right away, not only to take back control of your own health, but so you're able to be a better example for your kids too. All right, welcome into this week's episode of the Fatherhood Fitness podcast. Today we have trainer Nathan Brennan with us. I've gotten to know Nathan over the past year. Um, he's an excellent coach and I'm going to let him introduce himself and then we'll get started. Hey everyone. Uh, my name is Nathan Brennan. I'm an online uh, nutrition and fitness coach. So specifically who I work with is I help athletes and hikers mainly who, who want to come to me, who want to help build confidence in their bodies so they can scale to new heights. So if we're talking with the athlete, you know, I've I had the opportunity to work with college football players who are um, come for nutrition coaching, how to, you know, gain weight the right way, how they good weight itself. And they can be ready for, you know, when the NFL teams come and for the, the draft process and sign of the team. And the other side of what I do as a coach is helping hikers to just help them, again, build confidence through their exercise, nutrition, so they can um, reach those hiking adventures to uh, you know, they always dreamed of. So it's, it's kind of like they're different types of, uh, clients per se, or population, obviously, but they're really fun to work with. And I'm, I'm so grateful to be able to um, help these types of um, individuals to their um, dreams. Awesome. Yeah. So Nathan, Nathan's got a lot of experience, uh, working with different populations here. Um, so he's going to share with us um, a pretty cool topic today. I'll, I'll let him kind of introduce it and then, uh, we'll leave the discussion from there. Yeah, so what I want to keep this simple uh, for uh, what I'm going to share, and that is kind of like the five fat loss nutrition hacks. So you want to take pen and paper here. There's some. This is a really good one uh, episode to write down and to really kind of get dialed in, especially with this time of year uh, as this recording is happening in um, December, and you can apply this right away. Uh, and I think this is going to help you. So the number one thing I see with nutrition a lot is is priming your environment how do we mean by environment it's basically like you're at home so you know where you store your food in that case your fridge your pantry cupboards office space uh you know even your car even (laughs) of all places so what i mean by priming the environment is it's really just like are you having like are you easily triggered seeing like the bag of chips on the counter or the um, the uh, Reese's peanut butter cups that your neighbor dropped by for, for the holidays? Or you might see like, uh, you know, like if you have like a lot of friends come and watch football or neighbors and you're having, you know, the a um, lot of processed foods and all that. Or another good example, maybe you have like the kind of pantry, there's different types of pantries people have, but if it's like the rolling one, it shows everything, like the sauces, the, um, you name, you know, just all the, the stuff we know that may not be the best. What I kind of recommend is like rearrange the space and hide the junk food. That's the big one there, hiding it. Or basically just throwing it away. And, or even better, is just not bringing those types of foods in your house. And that's kind of the key thing is like, for me, like I know where my trigger foods is like kind of like chips, tortilla chips. And I just like, I don't do well with it sometimes if I eat a lot of it um, with kind of grains and all that for, for me specifically. But if I see something there, like it's easily visible, 
I'm going to, you know, have it. One of the things that helps me is if we take a, you know, a bottle of water, you know, having that prime in your environment can help that too. Or what I also do is I, you know, I buy some RX bars or some other like lar bars in my pantry that are something that's good to go and quick, that they're minimally processed type foods that's going to help nourish you. If you're especially on the go person, especially if you're doing a lot of holiday shopping, running errands. So again, it's just kind of prime your environment. If you, um, if you're in that, and if you, you know, take control of that, it's going to make a big difference. Awesome. Yeah. Prime in your environment, definitely something that's important. Uh, I always like to say, um, you know, if it's in your house, you or somebody you love will eventually eat it. Right. And so, um, Typically, we don't let food just, you know, expire and just throw it away or we're going to eat it before it before it goes bad. So if you have a food that, you know, you're, you're uh, struggling with, it's best to just kind of avoid getting it in the first place. Yeah. So that's the kind of the thing like I see is like, uh, you know, it could be any anybody has their own kind of trigger food. One that I just the simplest is don't don't buy choose not to buy it. Right. And you can save your money somewhere else that's going to help nourish you and give you energy. Because, you know, the, I kind of follow the 80-20 rule when mm. coaching my clients, meaning mm-hmm. 80% um, choosing foods that are going to help you feel you, you feel your body. And then 20% can be, you know, if you like watching football, especially with this time of year with college football, right. with the playoff or NFL, or I know we got basketball going on, you know, having some of those foods, you know, you can, um, you know, have that for that short time or maybe having someone you know, like if you're going to have that, they can buy it and breed it over, you know, and I just think it's important to have some form of that 80-20 rule. And that's what clients are more likely to kind of follow through there. So it's, that's the kind of important thing I see is when, and when we tell people the word diet, it can be feel really kind of restricting, mm. but rather we, you know, we should be saying is uh, it's going to help foods are going to help you fuel you. Cause that's what food is. It helps to give you fuel to exercise, to move and to be able to have the energy to do your work and to be, you know, if you, if you're completely starving yourself, you're not yourself. You're just some kind of, um, um, I don't know, Scrooge kind of person will say, I don't know, but you got to get get a Snickers, right? You're not yourself. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Just like the commercials they get there. And that's another thing I want to mention too, is I'm going to talk about this in another point is, this is not much of a nutrition, but just generally, especially this holiday season is the ads, like the amount of ads you see on TV, not just on TV, but on podcasts, on social media. Oh, I don't know. It's just like email, like you get all, all these things, like even on YouTube, like if you don't have the um, paid version, like all these ads, like suck your energy away. And that's one thing I've been really conscious, like, especially this holiday time, there's just going to be so much ads and it's just like, it just drains and you have to kind of protect your energy. And that's, that's kind of a big thing. I noticed the difference. Like when I'm uh, you know listening to someone watching, I just skip the ads or, mm. um, you know, basically that's again, really important to be mindful of your environment, not just with food, but just like screen time and just, um, you know, things you're listening to. Is it, is it help serving you? And if it's not, maybe kind of look back and make an evaluation what you need to do. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a, a plug for a uh, Spotify premium. They're ad free, right? <laughs> awesome. So point number one, priming your envi- environment. Yeah. So that's kind of the number one is just priming that and just be like, how are you setting yourself? Because you can have the greatest nutrition plan 
in there, but if you're getting easily sabotaging yourself through foods that maybe are not serving you, maybe it's something to kind of look at. Number two is going to be make healthy food at home convenient. So one of the things I like to do is like uh, preserve your day off to prep meals like Sunday. That's one I like to do. It's kind of my day of rest. If you're too busy to to do that, to take one day, invest in a meal prep service. Mm. And there's lots of them out there that you can use. So again, like making healthy food at home. And I love grocery shopping. That's And I know some people dread it. I get it. But kind of having that list, what you need to kind of get is just taking that day. It can also be like, if that's too overwhelming, one thing you can do is just start doing like the night before. And just doing that kind of um, developing that like, and that's, you know, just work bit by bit there. Or if one of the things that's going to help you make it convenient is like have a crock pot. Oh. I, I think any of us can, you know, try to budget a crock pot that you can find at, yeah. at the grocery store or online that you just put in whatever you put in, cook it for eight, uh, six to eight hours, <laughs> you know, and you're, you're good there. So, yep. and again, if you need, you know, any kind of recipes, feel free to, you know, um, come to Anthony or me and we can kind of help, you know, see what we can do to help with there or just Google it, you know, and if you're talking about that, but the point is, is just to make it convenient. We're not asking you to become like, kind of like chefs you see on the food network and all that, but just something that fits with your lifestyle. And that's kind of number two, again, make healthy food convenient, AKA meal prep. <laughs> Right. Yeah. No, I think you made a good point there about, you know, going, going to the store. Um, I think you said going to the store, like, you know, before the beginning of the week, you know, prepping there, I try and always go to the store, uh, typically like a Saturday morning or something. That way I know I'm going to have Saturday, Sunday to kind of prep for the week. I'm kind of in the boat where I prep for like two or three days. I don't like prepping for five days, day four or five. I get a little sick of the same thing. Uh, some people can eat the same thing every day. Uh, I kind of like to switch it up about halfway through the week. It kind of keeps me um, a little bit motivated too. So just like you said, though, start with where you are. Make it easy. You know, start with prepping one meal using crock pot meals. Uh, I love the air fryer. You know, think things are easy. L- little work if you got kids at home. You know, you're you're busy. You're you're gone to work all day. Make it as simple as possible. And when you have a little bit more time that's when you can start to, you know, kind of dive in and, you know, become a better chef. But yeah, I like you mentioned air fryer. We have an air fryer home too. So one of the, if we're talking like, um, which I'm going to talk about protein later, I, I'm really excited to share. I'm just taking one bit of time, but the air fryer, you mentioned a good point is we have one and like, I like to put chicken breasts in there. That's mm, yeah. super easy. Like before the air fryer and like cooking chicken was just so like, oh my gosh, I don't want to like fried <laughs> chicken. Right. But air fryer, it's just, it's, it's, it's safe. It's healthy. And you're cooking in the right temperature. It's, we love it. Like yeah. we absolutely love having, and you can also make, you know, if you want to kind of follow the 80, 20 rule, like making sweet potato fries or regular, you know, fries itself. We've done um, ribs too, as well. Like oh, in nice. the air fryer. So you can get really creative with the air fryer. And again, it's, you can make that small little investment that yeah. can help you save some time. And that way, and then even the cool thing is you can put like seasonings that are, yeah. again, that's good. You know, if you, if you're taking chicken or ribs, yeah. or sweet potato, we love it. Like, and chicken's a really good budget type of uh, protein. That's really good too. Yeah. So again, if you can like beef, like, uh, you know, too much, but again, that budget chicken's good with the air fryer and you're going to, 
love it there. So yeah, <laughs> definitely. Just just made some uh, chicken wings in the air fryer for uh, for lunch today. So yep, definitely love the air fryer. Yeah. So again, number number two is making healthy food at home convenient. So number three, this is my absolute favorite here, is and I take this to heart, and that is avoid distracted eating. Mm. So as we kind of talk about, this is the time of year, a lot of sporting events like football, basketball, or what me you may watch. And we just love our team. You know, uh, you know, we just love, you know, we want to be in the action. We want to be with friends, family, or maybe just yeah. have the whole place yourself and just kind of chomp. And I think we all might fall guilty after this because we're just, you know, we're, we want to feed ourselves, but we want to be in the zone. Right. And what I've noticed is, when we do that, we, we become like hungry, hungry hippos. Like, you know, <laughs> we're just like, you know, more and more. And I notice I do that. I don't pay, I pay attention to what's going on in the game rather than like, what am I actually tasting? Right. So distracted eating. So how do we challenge, how do we combat this here? It's a common problem. We all feel fall guilty is eat slow oh. is kind of the first thing. So taking, you know, just not rather than just kind of like, becoming that, you know, hippo, but in slowly and just kind of nourishing. One thing that's kind of a little bit unique I like about this is showing gratitude. We just celebrate Thanksgiving at this time of this recording here. So I think it's important to show gratitude and give thanks. That way you're more uh, conscious of what you're eating. Oh. And uh, yeah, distracted eating is can not just watching TV, can be like phone, being on your phone or a tablet or, you know, work. Uh, those things are just really, again, like, are we just eating just, and then we're just trying to do whatever we need to do. It's just something to be mindful of. Yeah. And if you're really concerned about calories and just making sure like, I want to look my best, maybe this is something, you know, to take a little bit more priority. Uh, so again, focus on chewing, drink water between bites. And I think that's, it's going to really help you just to be aware of what you're eating uh, there's actually a book I just read. Uh, it's called the 77 laws of six pack apps. Oh. If you haven't read it, I recommend they talk about this in the book as one of the laws. And it was really, it just kind of hit me hard. Like, yeah, like, are we just, are we just kind of like a, uh, kind of a dumpster waste or, you know, we're not, we're, we're actual oh. humans that we, we digest the food. <laughs> and I remember when I was in college, you know, a decade ago when I was kind of like watching my favorite college football team, I just, my mom, and I just like, and it kind of affected my digestive system a lot. And later I got acid reflux and all that mess. And, but fortunately, you know, having the knowledge of nutrition and exercise helped a lot to fix the, uh, fix that and manage that a little better. So just be aware, like what, what, what are the environments and what times of the day are we distracted eating? And, you know, I don't know about, you know, you, Anthony, where maybe you come across this in, in your life or family. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that that's definitely something that um, with all my clients, we work on. It's one, of, it's one of kind of the foundational habits, you know, eating slowly, eating until satisfied. And with that comes, you know, not not being distracted obviously like if you're if you have toddlers you know you, you have a baby you're, you're feeding you're eat, you're typically eating with other people you're helping other people eat and so that can be very difficult and stuff and so that's just something you have to be um cognizant about too um we had a guest on the show um a while ago now and he he was kind of uh, michael butler he was kind of mentioning about like when uh um you're eating with your kids and stuff um you're 
you know, they're not finishing their food. You may be taking a bite there. You may, you're, you're snacking on things constantly and kind of getting out of that being aware there. And so if you are, you know, you do have young kids, you are helping them eat, you know, just being aware because a couple chicken nuggets here or there that you're adding a few French fries left over that you're eating doesn't seem like much, but if you're doing that every single meal, then it's going to add up and it's going to make, you know, your weight loss goal or, Maybe um, you're just trying to maintain where you are. It's going to make it much more difficult if if you're not very aware and cognizant of what you're actually doing. Yeah, I, I'll make it a perfect example. I'll put myself on the kind of spot here. So there's this really good um, kind of a gluten-free or it's a keto, but it's grain-free. It's called Catalina Snacks. There's no um, kind of like, you know, uh, processed sugars and it's really yummy and it's, it's nutrition. They have high protein and fiber. Mm. And I, I, I love having, it. I get the chance of it again, it's called Catalina snacks. You can look it up on Amazon and Google. And I, one time I had it, like was watching a football game and I was just eating, eating, eating like, wait, it's gone. I just want to keep eating more. <laughs> and yeah. it's like, and so it's just those things I got to step back. Like what's more important here. Is it, you know, watching the game mm-hmm. or, you know, food, like nourishing yourself and, you know, probably, you know, the, um, the mind itself, like I want to watch the game and, you know, and it's just something you just have to kind of, uh, identify like what, what is your environment just being in, in, in alignment, I would, I should say, so distracted eating and, and it gets, okay. It's not like, kind of like, Hey, you're going to, you know, you're going to look down upon, but it's something just again, slowly eat. And then maybe yeah. if they do it every day, of the week you're watching some interviewing maybe cut back a day or two uh-huh. just like any other habits that we um with um yeah with our clients yeah yeah and i think you know if that's like you said there if, that, if that's something you know you're you you constantly do maybe maybe that's a, a nightly ritual for you and your family is to watch a show you get a snack um one thing you could do then is um you, you you know you could portion out your snacks and so instead of bringing the whole bag with you you know you're you're portioning it out and then once once you're done with that you're done you know so then that's where kind of you know you got to be disciplined uh your word has to mean something there when you say you're done you know you only have one and so you kind of got to keep yourself accountable there but uh you know like you said the 80 20 there if you're you know if you're enjoy if you love chips you love chips uh, and that's something you want regularly, then you're going to have to portion size a little bit more if, if that's something you want to enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Portion sizes are really important <clears throat> as, as you mentioned is like, that helps me a lot is a way to like, okay, especially like protein. We know like for, for men, you know, you need not just one palm size, but two palm sizes per meal right. for, you know, having that amount of protein. Cause one of the things I was actually just a quick story here. Um, I'm part of a Toastmasters group working on kind of public speaking and they nice. talked about Turkey or not Turkey. Yeah. And so I got up, this was actually last night and talking about, Hey, you know, Turkey is also, you know, if we're talking protein, it's going to help you keep your um, satiety levels, but also we know that it's with, you know, muscle and protein synthesis. And if you get in all that science, but the important thing is, the protein is going to help you keep yourself full. It's going to help the collagen of your skin. But really important here is just to find foods also that are going to help fill you. So if we're talking fiber foods, so uh, one of the things I, I was just out of town and I was at a um, airport lounge and they had one of the other things they offered was like um, vegetable sticks, like actual like celery 
they had carrots and they had some hummus. So the the carrots and the and the uh, well, yeah, carrots and the uh, celery are going to have that fiber and it's going to keep yourself full. Mm. One of the classic foods I like is my go-to if we're talking on the go, and as a way to help you eat slow is an ac- as an apple. An apple is a great source of uh, again to help you if you can just. Imagine just the things we talked about again, priming your environment with those fresh fruits and vegetables and lean proteins, making healthy food at home and convenient. And if we're talking about the sports example, watching them, you can make your food while watching the game, you know, or just, um, or if it's at commercial break, like we talked with the ads, cutting up those things or just like, you know, take a break and do that and just really, uh, and again, it's, it's, it takes a, you know, it's a habits and all that. And we're not, you know, it's not going to be like overnight success. But as you kind of develop, like, what's going to help me get the most energy and how can I show up better for other people so I can do this? Because we're, as as as, as, as humans, we're, we're here to not just, you know, be our best, but we want to also, you know, give the value and we want to show up for our best. And so uh, I want to go to number four here is, yep. and that is dialing in your accuracy. Wow. Okay. And I'll repeat that again. Dialing in your accuracy. Meaning, how are you accurate with your food logging? So I'm big on this, big my clients. So one of the, the, the way that I record my food intake is through my fitness pal. So using the, the my fitness pal app is really powerful. So like for today, I can tell like where uh how much food I'm eating. But again, the key thing, this is the uh, they say like it's best to have like a food scale and you can buy that like an anywhere online or Amazon or uh-huh. stores like that. Um, and looking at the labels, just kind of seeing like, uh, so like, for example, I had before this call, I had a Laura bar, a Clementine, and, you know, I had a kind of a almond flour bar, but these are just things to kind of search and you can like look at the serving sizes and see that, but again, the weighing is, is going to give you your best results. So a lot of times with food logging, you know, there's going to be some form of error, but if you, as long as you keep it as accurate as possible, that's going to help you, you know, see where, okay, I notice I'm maybe not getting as much protein in, or I'm getting too much dietary fat or carbohydrates, whatever, whatever your macro, macro goals are. That's the key thing is, and that's going to help me like, because we can only remember so much, like what, if you log it on the app or on paper, that's going to help you a lot to know what behaviors or what food choices you might need to focus on better. So yeah. I don't know about you, what's your been your thoughts on, on kind of food logging? Yeah. Yeah. So it's definitely something that I do. Um, I recommend all my clients to do it at least for a little bit. We, we usually start off people doing it and there's different ways to do it. My fitness pal, I've, I've used my fitness pal for years. Um, you know, I mean, taking pictures of your food is a simple way to get started. Hand portion sizes, you know, like whatever works for you. But like you said, though, being the more accurate you're going to be, uh, you know, the, the more strategic you can be about your diet as well. And, you know, for some people, some people um, who maybe don't have a great relationship with food, tracking their food can seem overwhelming. It can kind of make them eat a little bit more than normal. For other people, it's empowering. For other people who think like, oh, you know, I can't have this food, but they look at it and they're like, 
well, it's only 200 calories. You know what I mean? For some people, oh man, that's 200 calories. But for other people, oh, that's only 200. You know, it's a totally different mindset for people. And so you really got to figure out what works for you. For some people, they've tracked in the past, they've had a bad experience with it, but they may not have understood what they were actually doing, or maybe um, they were eating back calories that they thought they gained back. I know uh, my fitness pal does that. They add back your workout calories and stuff, and that can be tricky. It usually overestimates it and stuff. And so you don't have a coach. If you don't have somebody working with you, then yeah, it's going to be a frustrating experience there. But like you said, tracking, you know, tracking is a great tool. Uh, It's definitely not something you're you're going to want to maybe do forever. Um, You're not going to want to go track your mother-in-law's mac and cheese for Thanksgiving. Uh, Don't, don't ask her to portion size that for you. It's, it's not going to end well. Don't bring your food scale to family gather, things like that. But yes, you know, for most of the time, even though like I could tell you, I could guesstimate pretty accurately um, how much some of the, I, I tend to eat similar foods regularly. So I could tell you how much a portion size is, but if I am trying to, you know, pack on a little bit of muscle or lose a little weight here and there. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to track my food a little closer because the, the more accurate I can be, then the more I'm going to be able to get closer to where I want to be faster. Yeah. I like the point you mentioned, like, yeah, don't, don't bring the food scale to your um, mother-in-law's um, family dinner. Yeah. And you know, we just got done with Thanksgiving, but uh, yeah, we're, we're not asking and that, that'd be kind of weird to do that. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of some common sense there. So it's just the, the food scale is there to educate and just help you be aware. Right. Like one of the, the, the food, I'll give an example of foods is like potatoes, the sweet potatoes. Mm-hmm. When you get a bag of potatoes, they all have different shapes. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of something to keep in mind or any kind of food, like, you know, meat, yeah. and, um, you know, one of that's, if we're talking about like distracted eating, if we're going back is crackers. And it tells you if you're keeping track of it, like, I love crackers. But I think there's better foods out there that's going to help you get more fiber. Like we're talking um, vegetables and you know fruits and 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 that's kind of thing. we're not saying crackers are, are bad, but just like you have to know like what is the tension are you um, you know you're consuming? Are you just there to kind of be gra- instant gratification? But it's kind of step back. What you know and that's kind of the key thing is like some people's like well I don't have time to track all this. And if you really are serious, you know, of reaching the goal, tracking is going to really be helpful. And that's one thing I've been doing. And like, for example, this DEXA scan I, I got um, today earlier, wow. uh, that got me, give me some ideas. Like, okay. You know, that I noticed where my body fat level, uh, weight, fat mass, and like, what can I do better to help maybe get my protein intake more? So, and, and just as a side thing, like a DEXA scan is a great, um, a small investment as well to help where you get, especially working with a coach and you providing that information to them. There's other ways to measure body fat. You can, you know, do, there's the handheld uh, ones. There's the um, old school way of like body weighing, but I don't see many people doing the kind of the, your way, you're weigh yourself underwater, but DEXA scan is the gold standard. And that's kind of the key thing where you're at. And that can help you, uh, where you think you need to focus on not just body fat, but also measures bone mineral density. So there's going to be foods that are going to be helping you do serve that. And there's some are not, but again, it's that 80, 20 rule that we want to follow through. Right. Yep. Completely agree on that. So then 
The last one I want to share is planning your protein and having access to it always. Plan your day around protein is key. And I like to kind of share a story. Uh, so over the Thanksgiving weekend, uh, me and my wife, and I live in Utah, so we we flew to San Francisco. And for me, like, I don't do well with gluten and dairy type foods, sometimes a little bit of, of grains with kind of a history of leaky gut that I've had. And so I had to be careful of like what foods I bring, I travel. So the strategy is I get uh, a certain type of protein bar or beef sticks, or I might get like fruit jerky that has only like one or two ingredients, which are fruit. Uh, and so I got these on Amazon or at the grocery store and I got them all for the trip and I put in my luggage bag. So one of the things that we did was on the trip that we went to Alcatraz Island, just right nice. there in San Francisco. Yeah. If you haven't gone there, I highly recommend it for a family, for a father and, uh, you know, or um, taking your you know wife and kids. That's a, that's a great place to do, do, do so. And the tricky thing is when you go to Alcatraz, they, I didn't know this before, they don't allow you to bring any food or drink when you come in, cause you have to take a ferry uh-huh. right and then right there in downtown San Francisco. And you take the little ferry about 10 minute ferry drive into the Island of Alcatraz. And so they have food there, but I, I put the, the protein snacks in my pockets, but I didn't eat it while I was there in the Island. But once I got off the, the ferry after doing the whole tour of Alcatraz, man, did that, I have that right in my pocket, <laughs> you know, having the beef stick, yeah. having the protein bar and, um, the fruit jerky and, and just kind of walking around the um the piers there in San Francisco like uh-huh. like it was just because they, they have like their own food there at you know they just try to get you to buy their stuff there on the yeah. on the ferry but the important thing is planning the protein is important like one of the things that we also did was we went hiking um just outside of San Francisco called Mirwoods National Monument so again it's a very remote place there's no cell phone service there's no kind of like concessions. So we had to plan our water intake. We had to plan the protein intake. So we came prepared and we had the energy to help. And so those are those types of like um, situations were important to have the protein to help keep yourself full, but also help, you know, all the activity you're doing, walking, hiking for me. Uh, so it's just something when you, especially if you're traveling for the holidays or um, any time of the year, plan that protein beef or don't wait until you get there because one, you might not find what you like. Two, right. it might be a lot more costly. And and I just kind of keep that in mind. That's kind of I take pride on. If I'm traveling, I'm making sure I'm bringing my snacks that are gonna I can bring on the plane or whatever. So and that's another thing. If we're talking about snacks, like if you fly on an airplane, they give you those kind of little cookies or or some other sweets of processed foods, mm-hmm. and usually I decline. Because I know that it doesn't serve me well, like, you know, from, I don't know, it's just, I mean, from back in nutrition, I want to find foods that are going to help me feel my best and it's going to help everyone else. And so, yeah, so that's kind of big in plan your protein. If you're at home, you know, that's, that's kind of going back to the previous steps of just like, uh, you know, making the meal plans and all that. And uh, again, like I could share more other stories about the importance of like, where having that go-to snack, even if like you have a loved one at the hospital or someone, if you have that kind of stick in that protein bar, that beef stick in that pocket, it's going to help you save rather than have to spend a lot of money in something that's going to not one, just ser- serve you as best, but 
cost more. Yeah, no, I, I think, uh, you know, just having those snacks, it, it's easy to, you know, it's easy to grab, you know, a lot of snacks that uh, come in boxes, you know, come in bags and stuff, but they don't have a lot of nutritional value to them. Some of them are high in calories, um, but nu- nutritional value, usually not typically very high, like snacks you give your kids a lot, probably not actually the best for them. And so, you know, find finding things that are high, higher in protein and it can be hard. Sometimes it can be a little harder. You got, you do have to plan ahead uh, sometimes. And, um, but kind of once you get like three or four, you can kind of cycle through those and then just finding things that, you know, you can, you can always take with you as well. Like you said, on, on the airplane, you know, sometimes, sometimes flights can be long, right? You, you're going to want a snack and it can be tempted. You can be tempting to, you know, just kind of, uh, have something that maybe, like you said, is not going to serve you as well. And there's obviously a time and place for that. But, uh, you know, if, if this is something you're regularly doing, then yeah, you're, you're probably going to need, uh, probably going to need to have, you know, three or four options there that you can get. You, you definitely don't want to buy it at the airport because you're going to be paying uh, way more than you need to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's kind of the key thing. Like, what is going to make my travel, my trip, it's going to, you know, try to not going to cost me more and I, it's going to, I could pay up from the investment, find someone on Amazon and go into the store. Right. You know, that's, that's a big plus there. And so, and I've been to a lot of airports, like there's just, you know, it's hard to find nutritious food, mm. you know, yeah. and it's, it's, it could be challenging. And so you just have to know, like, you know, and obviously they rack up the price, so might as right. well just prepare and it's right. going to help serve you. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that, that kind of goes back um, to what you were saying, you know, making, you know, prime in your environment, you know, making, making healthy food at home convenient. Uh, you know, so same thing goes with, with your snacks there. Um, same thing goes with your snacks. And so, um, if you, if you can kind of prepare ahead, you know, you like typically, unless, you know, if you're going on vacation, you, you typically aren't leaving tomorrow with zero notice. <laughs> and so you kind of know, you know, when you're going out of town, you know, when you're going out of town for work. And so, um, part of your weekly grocery run, if you can, get some of those snacks. If you're somebody um, that does like to snack throughout the day, you know, finding some options that are going to help serve you a little better. Yeah. So those are the, the kind of the five fat loss nutrition hacks. Do you want me to repeat them again? So we just get a one more recap. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Okay. So number one is prime your environment. Number two is make healthy food at home convenient. So also known as meal prep. Number three is avoid distracted eating. Uh-huh. Four is dialing in your accuracy with your food logging. Yep. And then lastly is plan your protein intake and having access to it always. Awesome. Yep. So five, five tips there, five hacks there that are going to help uh, make fat loss a little bit easier there. Awesome. Nathan, I, I appreciate you sharing that with us today. Uh, do you have any, do you have any uh, final tips here that you can kind of share with us uh, before we wrap up? Yeah, I was just going to say like one other thing here is um, there's a book that we maybe we came across called uh, Atomic Habits. Oh, yep. So James Clear kind of talks mm-hmm. about the four laws of behavior. Mm-hmm. If we're, this is kind of a bonus to it. Uh, again, his four laws of behavior is number one, make it obvious. Mm-hmm. Number two, make it easy. Number three, make it attractive. And number four, make it satisfying. So if we're talking about nutrition, make it obvious, like priming your your, your environments, like, okay, yes, I got foods that are going to help me feel myself or the ones that maybe not going to serve me. Two, make it easy, like plan to eat like ahead. 
if we're talking about planning the protein, plan ahead, save the money, you know, now than doing it later. If we're taking an example, three, make it attractive. So if we're, we all are attracted to different colors. So like fruits and vegetables, bell peppers, like one of the things that I've seen if we're making it not so attractive, you're stuffing all the, <laughs> and the, the veggies, like the bell peppers or all the veggies in the cabinet, it's hard to see. It's going to be hard and your brain's like, it's, it's a friction point. Yeah. So wherever you can kind of place it, make it attractive and see it first there. And then, you know, not where the, the processed foods, if they come first, it's going to, it's going to grab you. Uh -huh. uh, and then number four, make it, you know, like I said, satisfying for you and for your um, overall uh, nutritional health. Right. Right. Awesome. And uh, yeah, great book, uh, James Clear, Atomic Habits there. And um, on the other side of that, when he talks about um, making a, uh, so breaking habits as well, it's, it's just the flip of that, make it not obvious, make it hard, you know, make it unattractive, make it unsatisfying. And so uh, with the healthy food, you know, do what you can to, you know, make it obvious, make it easy, uh, things that aren't serving you as well you know, make it hard, make it hard to get. Like you said, you know, if, if you're not buying it, if it's not in your house, it's going to be much more difficult. It's going to be more unsatisfying when you have to leave to go to the grocery store at 10 o'clock at night to get some Oreos, right? It's going to be much easier if they're already in the cupboard. So great points there. I've uh, got, got our five, our five uh, fat loss hacks there, our bonus one there. Uh, where can people find you on social media if they were, they're looking for a coach, uh, looking for someone to kind of help them along the way? Yeah. So, uh, on Instagram, you can find me at Nathan Brennan fit all one word. So again, Nathan Brennan fit. I do have a Facebook group for all hikers out there. So like, you know, dads are listening to this. I do have a group there. It's called the summit fit and confidence. So that's kind of the big thing is, uh, who I work with just developing that confidence. Oh. And so I really take pride in just, um, helping all my clients feel confident and that's kind of the name of the group, um, again, called Summit Fit and Confidence is where um, people can join the group there and they can um, find some tips and where I share a little bit of my hiking adventures uh, and do some you know posts and all that to kind of help you feel inspired for your hiking adventures. But for all your athletes, you know, um, if you're on Instagram, you can find me there. And uh, I, I, I really do take great pride for whoever comes um, in as a, as a client and it's, it's great. And I enjoyed this kind of, um, connection here as well. You're serving a great, uh, you know, type of population here, Anthony helping dads. And I see that a lot. Like I, I love football and I go to a lot of college football games and I, I'm very observant behavior. And I think what you do is so important because we need to have, a, you know, coaches like, like us to empower people and not, you know, a lot of times people just kind of feel overwhelmed or just not, they know there's something, they got something more in them. Mm -hmm. And I think that what you're doing is folks and fathers is just so important because they're the head of household, their families and being the right. provider and having a background, you know, for me is like, I don't have any kids yet, but it, at this point in my life, but I know that being a dad, it takes a, there's a lot of responsibility and it can be overwhelming, but having a coach can be the greatest investment you can make. And you'll be so grateful that you've done. And I've, I've coached, you know, young fathers too, or, um, or old ones that, you know, their kids have already grown up uh -huh. and still being that role model to your kids, whether it be young or older and grandkids as well. It's so important. Like, I just, I just cannot emphasize the, the, the work you're doing is so valuable here, Anthony. So 
Awesome. I appreciate the kind words, Nathan, and I appreciate you coming on the show today. Uh, He mentioned his Facebook group there and Instagram. Uh, The links to those will be in the show notes. um, So you'll have access to those, but thanks again, Nathan, for coming on today. And we'll have to have you on again sometime. My pleasure. That concludes this episode of the Fatherhood Fitness Podcast. Thank you for those of you who took time out of your busy schedules to listen. If you have any questions or comments or an idea for a topic for a future episode, please feel free to reach out and I'd love to hear from you.